If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. (laughs) And just like that. And just like that, I feel like a fuck I feel like Linda Ellerby when I say that who is Linda Ellerby she hosted Nick News okay I'm like (laughs) I don't know that reference she was like I think a real journalist in the like 80s and then she started hosting this show on Nick maybe it was called like kids news or Nick. News. Yeah. I remember Nick news. It was like a little McLaughlin group with like 10 year olds. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was like a news magazine for children and she was the host and it would be like news stories about like recycling and stuff. Okay. That's I quite it. a reference you pulled out of the old noggin. Well, to me, I guess she's like, yeah, I guess so. she's like the last the greatest like, grand dam of like journalism. Journalism. Well, especially cause all the, I mean, all the like, uh, like successful female journalists of our era have been revealed to be like complete psychopaths and monsters. Well, the male too. Well, the male ones too, but I guess yeah. women, I usually give the benefit of the doubt. No, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Barbara Walters and Katie Couric. Oh, I don't Barbara know if I... wasn't bad. I mean, Barbara's just like, Barbara's just a little dizzy upstairs, but she's no, not well, monster. did you see the, the Brooke Shields just did an interview, a, a, a screed where she said it was almost criminal the way Barbara sexualized her as a teenager in her interview. Oh no, I didn't. I believe that. I believe that. Did you ever read her memoir? No, but I know you, you read it, right? Yeah, I read it. And I also purchased several copies. It's a, I mean, I really liked it. I it does sound it. interesting. I mean, she just, um, I don't know what it was about her life that I liked so much. I think it was just, she was just born into so much wealth and privilege and just had such a, a a personality disorder from the time she was born. And it's just one of those celebrity memoirs where it's like what they're not saying that really kind of is exciting, you know? 
she, um, her dad was like, like in the mafia and like lived, they lived in Miami and he was like a, cause he was a, a nightclub owner. Right. Yeah. So yeah, they were all, mo- they were all mobbed they were up. Like these mobbed up, like nightclub family. And they were Jewish or what is she? She's, she's not I Jewish. Know. Is she? No, I don't think she's Jewish. I don't think so. I can't Her Ethnicity is confounding to me. Cause I'm like, you sort of could be Jewish, but maybe you're just like, weird like eighth generation irish catholic or maybe you're just wasp but her accent is so specific it's like this she looks almost like bugs bunny working class new york accent she looks to me she has the air of like the ultimate wasp like i think of her and i think of like old money like i would never have thought she was from miami i thought she was like from connecticut like eighth generation like parents came over or family came on the mayflower like i thought she was like that Blue yeah, but class. her voice gives her working class roots away, I feel like. Oh, really? I never thought that she had like a, I, I mean, she has a like a speech impediment. Yeah, I think it's a combo. Huh. Speech impediment, regional accent, but I don't know. I don't know. From Miami. Because I always assume, and I don't know, I always, assume, I always assume rich people from that era sounded like, like Catherine Hepburn or something, but that just might be Hollywood poisoning my brain. Like that might just be like an actor thing. I thought, I think she does sound like that. So maybe we just have different, I think <laughs> she sounds like this, like glam, I think her accent, whatever it is, sounds very glamorous to me, except for the uh-huh. little lisp or whatever, which, you know, she makes work for her. Yeah. Well, not anymore. She's still. She's, she's alive, but she's like deep in the throes of Alzheimer's. I think. I know it was really. I think that she honestly stayed on the View way too long. Yeah, much like Reagan. Wait, what? I said much like Reagan staying on past his prime. Oh, well, he? You mean staying on as president? Yeah, no, staying on the View. Reagan. <laughs> I got confused. I don't know. I have a one track. No, but just, yeah, I I get it. Cause it's like, you are this successful person and you just don't want to admit that you're, you're failing. Oh, it's awful to think about. Yeah. It's just like, I think it's really hard for some people when it's like, okay, your time is up. Cause they still have that like energy, like they want to keep going. Um, yeah, I, let's not talk about it. It's extremely depressing. Let's just, I mean, yeah, we, we can segue to our other, uh, depiction of older ladies that we yeah. watched this week yeah um the new sex in the city which yeah. has some it doesn't really have any connection to goop but it has connection to podcasting so i feel like we can talk about it yeah um i okay so like i um like i said i've said before when i was like when sex in the city was first coming out i was like i was young i was like in my early 20s i think i was in high school when it you were no out. you were yeah because i was even in high school when it came out so but you I, were like middle school probably i was middle school but then i was like in high school when the like movies or college or post-college when the movies came out mm-hmm. and that was when i lived in chicago and i was working in fashion but not like not like new york fashion like chicago fashion like target ads and stuff like that but i mean getting a check and whatever sure and um uh, the people that I worked with were like obsessed with sex in the city and they were all like a lot older than me. Cause I was like the little assistant or whatever. And I always thought that sex in the city really was like very depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, like in my, in like as a teenager and like early person in their early twenties, I was like, these women are just like, I can't believe they're this old. <laughs> And they're still like chasing guys around like the way that I do. Like, it was just, I was like, I cannot do that for the next 
10 or 15 years. I can't do it. Like this, these women were like, they were so obsessed with like dating and boyfriends and like their weird sex that they were going to have. And I was just like, I, this is, I hated it. But then I kind of slowly started getting into it because like my boss in Chicago loved it. And like, we would go see the movies together and like, we'd be like at her apartment, like doing work or whatever. And she would like have it on in the background. And then like, I kind of started to get into it. And then now I actually, now that I'm like the age that they are in the show, um, I really like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was never like super, I I ended up watching probably a couple seasons while it was on. Cause I, I had friends that were into it and this was, yeah, sort of like college into post-college. I don't really remember, but and also I think living in New York, it just was like such a foreign, like I remember seeing ladies that looked like that or like going occasionally, like going to those places in the meatpacking district or whatever. But that was so like different than my social circles and like, you know, hanging out on, you know, the East Village or Brooklyn or whatever. So it was just like this weird, and it wasn't even like, oh, this was so aspirational. Like, I wish I could afford to go to these places. I was just like, these are, this is lame. Yeah. Cause it was always so like, it was so different from what I, like what my values were at that point. Like it was so materialistic and like consumer driven. And I just wasn't like, I didn't like how that shit looked. Like I didn't like Manola Lonick shoes. Like I didn't like that everything was like so like brightly colored too like that was like a huge thing and I was just like I just wasn't into it um like I yeah and I like I hated that like look of like wealth I do feel like Gwyneth Paltrow has done a really good job of like disrupting that like before we started recording we were talking about it and like how like it's like the Real Housewives or Sex in the City. It's like this like super like glam look that is is really expensive to pull off, but still always feels sort of like cheap and sad for some reason. And yeah. it, it it has always really depressed me. And I think in some ways it's like made me not as like- um, Ambitious. <laughs> ambitious, yeah. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be like that. But I, I feel like- um, I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow really like beat the system where she's like extremely, all her stuff is really expensive and it's like a very like glamorous, like aesthetic or like vibe that she has going, but it's, um, it's really also like understated and sophisticated and like actually nice. Like I love everything that Gwyneth Paltrow has ever worn and it never looks tacky. I, and it's not everybody can do that. No, I mean, I think maybe because Gwyneth, she has the in, she's like sort of sort of a California girl, but she also like grew up on the Upper East Side. So she like saw she probably saw a lot of women in like friends, moms or whatever that did the Sex in the City type look, even obviously before Sex in the City. And in some sense, probably like re- rebelled against it. But I, I think it's I don't know. It's probably not. It's too derivative to say that it's like a, co- a coastal thing that like West Coast glam versus East Coast glam. But I think possibly that's it and then it's just more generational and also it's just if you're so if you're as naturally beautiful as Gwyneth you don't have you literally don't have to do anything and you look yeah, like why paint the peacock um, yeah, exactly but also um I feel like she is I think it's just like 
she does have that like old money, like sort of sensibility where it's like, they all dress really understated and they're always just wearing like, I don't like rain boots or something Mm. like, like they never want to dress. Like they don't want to show off how much fucking money they have because they have like more than any of these people combined. And, um, I always think that that's like a more, you know, I think that's like how real rich people dress. And like, I've always thought that that was like a better idea, you know, if you're trying to like convey wealth and power than like this, like I've got a closet full of $800 high heels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also um, she's got, so she like blends like that, like understated thing. And then she also uses like the California, like laid back understated thing. And she kind of like blends them together in this like super cool and like <laughs> just really easy, but still like super glamorous way. She just has the best style i don't know it's yeah it's the brentwood look it's it's the you know, brentwood look oh god east coast gen- gentility with west coast laid back exactly yeah anyway i always uh, go back to gwyneth yeah and like so these women now they're in their 50s um sarah jessica parker i have to say looks exactly the same like yeah, she's, she really does I think we um, all look, I think Cynthia Nixon had the best, I mean, her face looks really good. Cynthia Nixon looks amazing. I do like the gray hair. Yeah. Kristen Davis, it's a little tougher because I feel like she was sort of, I don't know if she was younger than the rest of them, but she sort of like looked younger at the she, time. She was the most like conventionally attractive yeah. like, model-y. Well, I also, I thought that um, Kim Cattrall was also like really like hot. Oh, like, beautiful, attractive. yeah. But, but, but Charlotte Davis was the one who like, she was like a pretty, she was like very pretty. Yeah. And you, so you can see like, she looks old, older, which is, you know, obviously great, but yeah. you can tell the difference more with her. Yeah. But I still um, think she looks very much the same. Oh, they, they all look, they all look fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, this new show, it's like the same dynamic, but they're trying to add, they like all these fucking reboots. The L word did the same thing. Um, they're just trying to like add in all this like quote unquote woke stuff, which is and like human like make it sort of poking fun at the older white characters like reactions to this new sort of dynamic. But then it's done in a way that's like it to me at least it paints the like young quote unquote woke people as like really annoying. And I don't know. I guess that's the point. I'm not sure. It's just like a weird thing. Well, I think that. I mean, yeah, I do like how they just like are complete. They're like fuck up all the time and like they don't know what they're doing. And I kind of like that. Um, Like they're not the like main characters anymore of of the society. They're the main characters of the show. Of the show, but yeah. yeah. And so it's like them sort of being like, what, we're past our prime. But, But I do feel like the show is also past its prime and like also has like no understanding of like how anything works. Because they have, well, Carrie's like new job is like being a podcaster. But it's, it's like she, but it's not even being, it's not even hosting a podcast. She's like a like permanent guest or like a co-host to this sex advice podcast. And even I, in real life, like even the most successful, glamorous like podcasts with millions of listeners are still usually done in either like little studios or like still people's homes unless it's like this, joe rogan unless it's like joe but even he is like it's like a studio in his home it's like a great oh studio. it's in his home yeah he just like has his compound in austin and like it's all in his oh, home it is yeah oh i didn't realize that 
Because he doesn't do it at like the Spotify offices or whatever. I mean, I just thought that it was at like a, I don't know why I thought it was at some sort of studio. I mean, it looks like no. a studio. I guess I just assumed it was at a, not in his house. Yeah. But this podcast that carries on is in this, like, it's like this skyscraper in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. Like, it's like it's it like, looks like they're doing like Howard Stern or something. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is a radio studio, first of all. Like yeah. it very clearly looks like there's a radio show happening, not a podcast. Which I understand this is a television show, so you have to like have some, and it's like Sex in the City, so everything has to be a little elevated and glamorous. But it was, it, yeah, it's just one example of like, well, you're, you're trying, you're trying to sort of like, uh, to give a nod to like the younger forms of communication or media or whatever. And yet you get every single detail wrong. Uh, also pertaining to the the host of the show, yeah, that which was is like a, car- a caric- caricature. It's this like non-binary she's like or they're like latina irish blah 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 and then so it's like a sex it's a sex advice podcast with them and bobby lee and then carrie and then every time they do something taboo or what or the, the 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 narrator says something i don't know what like woke she she pushes a sound cue button that says like woke moment which i right (laughs) but also like that character is like this like brash like I don't know like shock jock and but they're also like this like non-binary like sex positive person and I feel like there's this moment at the end where like after recording you know Carrie's like all demure and shy and like can't talk about this like raunchy stuff with them and she kind of like talks to Carrie and she's like, or they're like, oh, you know, you really need to um, like pump up your pussy or something like that. And step like, up your pussy. Yeah, it's your like pussy. A, and she's yeah. like, you need to get, or they're like, you need to like really like step it up and like talk about raunchy stuff with us. And like, we asked you if you masturbate and you need to answer. And I just feel like that's so 100% the opposite of like the ethos of that movement where like anybody who was, I think a real like sex positive, non-binary, like elder millennial is not going to be like yelling at some lady, like that she has to talk about something that makes her uncomfortable. Like the whole point is that like, you don't have to do stuff like that. And that would be considered like extremely inappropriate in that like philosophy or like worldview that they're trying to understand. It would never happen. It's like so much more something that would happen in like Carrie's generation. And like Carrie would have, would be able to understand that kind of language. Like you're doing this wrong, talk about something that you don't want to talk about because we want that for our show. Like that's Carrie's world. That's not this new world that they're talking about. That's completely true. Like, cause Carrie, I mean, and I, I watched the show somewhat, but I don't, rem- I remember Carrie and her columns and stuff. They were like sort of explicit. Like I never knew, Carrie never seemed like a prudish person to me. No, I mean, I do think it's like the, that scene is like, they're specifically talking about masturbating, which I think is yeah. like a uniquely embarrassing thing to talk about. So like, she doesn't want to go there. I feel like it, it's like not her, I guess. Is so, masturbating embarrassing to talk about for women more than sex? I think so. Yeah. Huh. I think so. But like men, I think men are like very men just talk about anything. Yeah. But I feel like it's like more like undignified. Sure. And I feel like Carrie is like very like a dignified person all the time. And like her sex stuff is all, well, I don't know. I mean, like she really talks about, 
I don't know. I mean, like, I think the one that was really raunchy was Samantha, who's not on the show. And she was the one who was really funny. Yeah, that's going to be a problem going forward. Yeah, because the rest of them are really not funny. Like, the dialogue they get is so stupid. I'm like, no. And I thought the new character was going to be sort of a Samantha type, just to Mm -hmm. fill in the blanks. But she definitely seems, this is like a charlotte's new friend who's like this other upper east side mom she seems more like a shark like a charlotte type yeah she seems kind of she seems like a little bit i mean like when she gets to the recital she's like pour me some of the wine and like oh can i like sit down and like have some of your fries and stuff like oh, that's she's true more yeah like, she took up she ate a fry in public i mean she's just i mean like she's more a little more i don't know outgoing i guess yeah yeah maybe um but yeah she and she only had like two scenes i think in the show she wasn't really in it that much yeah i yeah i don't know um but yeah they all but i on the whole i did like it and i will be watching all of (laughs) oh yeah no it's so stupid but it's fun the episodes are so long though they're like they're like 45 minutes 45 i mean that's yeah that's crazy i don't know I think the second one, because you only watched the first one. I watched the I second just watched the first one. one. I don't really remember, but I think that the second one might have been more, might have been a normal length. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't recall. But well, I'm glad that I have this to like get through my, you know, life. Sure. <laughs> I yeah. Know. I mean, as far as these re- reboots go, this one is a little more watchable than I mean I keep going back to the L word which is the new the reboot of the L word is one of the biggest travesties to ever hit mankind it was yeah people hated it oh my god it was so unwatchable and it was like every character in the new L word was that podcast host it was like following eight people like them oh my god oh so it wasn't even the same characters they had a few they have a few of the older characters but they're definitely supporting characters and the main crew is like young um there's you know a couple lesbians non-binary there's a trans guy so it's like it's like you know generation q is the subtitle of the show so it's that but it's like again they're writing these people so humorless which is just not the case like i mean i don't know like trans people non-binary people in real life are just as funny and raunchy and whatever as everyone else in the world yeah. and every, you know on tv it's like everyone is such a like school mom yeah i think it's like people are just like writing based on like what they think is going on from twitter yeah i think so yeah um well that's tv corner mm-hmm. other than that succession succession housewives i love yeah. succession finale is coming up we get to yeah. see if so-and-so makes it or not i think that they will personally but i could be wrong i was wrong about covid (laughs) (laughs) i'm wrong i don't trust my judgment you were wrong about covid do you were like oh this is not i was like this isn't gonna be a big deal who cares it's fine i mean for until like march of 2020 i was like "Eh, that's gonna be fine like i i mean we knew it was coming for like that whole yeah. those two months like we were like hearing tell about this strange oh yeah disease. no I don't think I, I mean very few people thought it would be as bad as it was the only I have to say the people that were in my media diet the people that were most on the wall were true and on mm. I remember in January they were 
because but they always like sort of freak out about everything yeah it's like they just kind of like a broken clock is right twice a day yeah but they, they were completely right about covid yeah i mean i knew i had a friend who was like really freaked out about covid before it got to america and um she was right now i yeah i don't i'm not doing anything i'm whipping that mask off at every possibility I did start putting my mask on during drive throughs again, just to make. Oh, cause I, I said bad. I did it. You, oh, yeah. I think I was like, oh yeah, that's true. I'm these people have to encounter hundreds of people and they have no idea what anyone's like vaccination status is. So I might as well just like wear a mask. Yeah. Um, you might as well, but I don't know. Also, I got my booster shot yesterday. So I'm kind of afraid that I'm going to sound really sluggish and weird mm. on this. Hard. Yeah, I am also sluggish because I played a really terrible game of tennis last night. Oh no, it wasn't good. I just wasn't playing well and it was like really cold. My muscles weren't getting warm, oh, but yeah. I was like sweat. It was like a weird, it was just weird. And there was this really annoying guy I was playing with that was like um just this older gay guy that kept going like, it's going out. Don't hit it. Ah, oh, you shouldn't have hit that. Oh, wow. Bossy. Yeah. And I'm like, shut up, Walter. Sorry. (laughs) Wow. Name checked him on the pod. Wow. Walter. Um, But whatever. Okay. Well, he probably doesn't listen. No, I'm sure he doesn't. Uh, Uh, Shall we move on to the old Goopaverse? Yeah. Let's get back to what we, where we came from. Where we came from, where we're going. Yeah. Well, there's not much going on again. This I think this is just going to be like this for the rest of the year, unfortunately. Well, we released a big video. And... Oh, that yeah, the big video. There is a product launch. So okay, there's there's enough. There's here. a product launch. Yeah, there's yeah. stuff going on. But yeah, there aren't like there's no. I feel like they're rebranding. I feel like it's going to be like this because I don't think they've really had as many like weird articles about science and stuff no. Even in, like leading up to this I think it's just like the landscape is too uh activated right now yeah. and I think they're a little too smart to fall into that trap so yeah it's like there, there's back. there's no it's like a lose-lose for them if they keep doing I mean they'll they'll get some publicity of course but like they're making money from these products and you're you can't I mean I guess you know you're, you're not selling products by doing these like, you know, alternative health essays or studies or whatever, but then all yeah, all their science ones now are, is this like this drag of medical journal garbage. So they're just so not fun to read. So boring. And it's like, yeah, I just, I think they do it because it's free advertising. I think that's how they get people to um, like come to their website um, I think they have like a no publicity is bad publicity kind of like ethos. That's but, for sure. Um, I feel like that might, I just think things are changing a little bit. And like now if you get really bad publicity, like it actually could be kind of bad. So maybe yeah. they don't, they don't really um, want to do that anymore. I don't know. I just feel like they're being a little bit more careful and like have been Absolutely. for the last. I think this is yeah the post Elise world. There. And I'm so glad to be in a post-release world because I really do think that Goop ultimately is essentially a catalog and like needs to be a catalog. Like I don't, I've never really cared about that other stuff. Like 
I've never read any of the things and been like, oh, I should try that. Like the things that I want to try are things that they're selling. Like I want to go shopping on this website. That's what I want to do. And I love going shopping on the website. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun like eccentricity of Gwyneth and the ethos to be into sort of this, this alternative healing and stuff like that. But like you said, by and large, this is a catalog. We want beauty products. I specifically want, you know, recipes and travel guides. Yeah. I mean, recipes, travel guides, all of it. I definitely want recipes from them as well. Yeah. Which they're doing. I mean, those aren't making money either. So unfortunately I think well, they sell. That's going like, to happen less and less. Know, they sell. I bought my pans from them. I oh, mean, that's they true. They sell a lot of like cook kitchenware and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. So what was your best this week? Okay, wait, let me see. What was my best? Oh, my best was the video. <laughs> mm. Their little video. I literally LOL'd at the end when she was like, a good night. And she put her cape back on. I was like, oh, you're so cute. I... I just was like, good for her. No, it's cute. Okay. So this, I I have to say this was my saddest. Okay. It's okay. Cause I appreciate the effort. So this is a, a, a a comic tongue in cheek video, uh, uh, purporting to be, you know, Gwyneth, it was a holiday etiquette according to Gwyneth Paltrow and it's like 90 seconds long and it's her being her most Gwyneth, very tongue in cheek you know, giving her, giving vibrators to her celebrity friends, like Mm -hmm. Adele and Taylor Swift, putting like an entire bottle of vodka into her holiday punch, you know, wearing a cape all the time. And all these jokes are good. And it, it plays into, you know, Gwyneth's persona in a funny way, but it, to me, it got, it's a little too self-knowing. It's, it, it veers into like, late Martha Stewart territory where you're almost being like a caricature of yourself in a way that isn't it's like the locals are gonna get it and so then what's the point yeah Martha Stewart definitely went too hard after she got out of jail like when she started doing like a lot of stuff where she was with like Snoop Dogg like every day yeah she's I mean she's had like several shows and they they do have a fun chemistry with one another and like if she's having fun god bless her but like the 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 fun for me the fun of Martha Stewart and the fun of Gwyneth Paltrow is the deadpan and the sort of are you in on the joke or are you totally serious and that that sort of ambiguity is what makes them so fascinating to me as celebrities Mm -hmm. and so when you go too far in one direction and you're getting youtube comment commentators being like oh my god she's in on the joke my queen how funny and it's like well you've lost the plot but she's been doing these videos every christmas where she's like give out i mean it's always been she's always been like joking but like she's not joking because she really is selling stuff but it's like um but she i mean i feel like last year I feel like every year they're like, give the gift of vibrators. Like that's like always their joke. No, you're right. I have, I have the memory of a guppy. So I forgot that she had been doing all these. I can't remember one day to the next, but now, now it's some little dusty spark in my brain is going off. So yes, she has been doing this for a while. I mean, I actually um, felt like this one was a little bit more restrained than it's been in the past. Um, well, we're living through difficult times, so I mean, she yeah, she had to be, <laughs> she had to adjust. Um, but yeah, I thought, 
I don't know. I thought she looked great. It was fun. I was like, I no, okay. think it was really in her house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I can, rec- I think that I recognize a light and I think it's in her real house. Uh-huh. There's like a, she has this like pendant light. Okay. And when I see it, I'm like, that's really her place. But I, maybe that's just really her studio or where she works. I don't know what the hell it is. Who the hell knows? Who knows? Maybe she's probably like, you know, Joe Rogan. She has her own live work space on her compound. I mean, I'm sure she does. But yeah. So like, you know, if people are having fun and this is once a year for the holidays. I just really, I don't want her to go in the Martha Stewart direction. And then it's like, then it's like a slippery slope to, oh, I'm attaching my name. And I don't think Gwyneth would ever do this, but like attaching my name to like garbage like martha stewart was on andy cohen's show and you know how they like send in questions or whatever from listeners yeah and so someone asked martha stewart like what her favorite candles are which is a great question to ask martha stewart great question her answer were these she's like well nowadays i like these flameless candles that i make at martha dot she i think she sold martha stewart.com so now she her brand is just like martha.com it's really it's like how the mighty have fallen, fallen, but she's advertising these like $10 flameless candles. When someone asks like, what's your favorite candle? And I'm like, you're Martha Stewart. This is pathetic. Well, she was a victim of like, you know, state persecution. I, yeah. And she really, obviously like her lifestyle is so expensive. And so she, she just needs to make as much money as she can all the time. And I understand that, but I was like, I, Martha, I know your favorite candle is not a $10 flameless candle. When it's like the stuff they're selling, you know, that they don't, they wouldn't even look twice at it's like kind yeah. of offensive. I mean, at least Gwyneth, you can pretend, I don't know if she really uses any of the shit, but at least she, you know, no, I, I mean, I think she does. Like, I really do think that is one thing that makes her brand, uh, have integrity is it does seem like she uses most of this stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, than, she, you know- she washes her face with it on camera often enough that even if she doesn't, she does. Yeah. It's like she shows herself using it like several times a year. Yeah. All right. My best was, oh, my best was the launch of the, the Goop Jeans nourishing hand cream. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Hands I was, are, yeah, hands. I was impressed that they launched something new so close to Christmas. I thought everyone since the gift guide was on autopilot no one was working on anything so this is like a nice sort of pre-jesus surprise yeah and it's for goop it's very reasonably priced it's 25 dollars mm-hmm. you, you only get 50 milliliters which is like extremely tiny what is that it's one it's at 1.7 ounces so okay. it's like nothing half the size of a travel it's like a travel it's smaller yeah, like, than a travel yeah because it's like travel a sample can be up to, that's like a sample a sample <laughs> travel can be up to four ounces so 1.7 is like this it's like an inch okay whatever i mean whatever i'll get to it later this this led to my status but this isn't my status yeah. but i did like okay. that they had it yeah and i do need i mean it's so fucking dry like i just need moisturizer all the time especially on my hands um yeah but this there's really no point if it's that small there's no point buying it my hands are big and you use i mean on the thing they you use just like a tiny little speck so maybe it's maybe it lasts for a while but i I don't know now i'm i just ran out of my vintner's daughter so i'm i'm at a 
I'm at a very transitional moment in my life because I have yeah. no more vintage daughter. So you need to get like a new goo product. Something. Like yeah. Cause I don't, I can't just the vintner's daughter lasted a while, but it didn't last as long as I thought it would. Yeah. So if it's, if I can't, I can't buy a vintner's daughter every four months. Am I the only person like, I've just never really gotten the vintner's daughter thing. I mean, that one time Bridget came over to your apartment, her skin looked really good. And she was like, I'm wearing only vintner's daughter. And I was like, okay, that was the best marketing for it. I was just like, what are you wearing on her skin? And that was what she was wearing. Mm. But I've just never like, I don't know. I just never, I, that's just never been the thing where I'm like, I have to get this. Even though everybody I, loves it. I just never, I, I don't know. I had, honestly, I don't think I, I used it like pretty much every day for the past four months. And I really, I don't think it did anything. I just, I like the way it smells. Yeah. It, it smells feels like good. Botanical, right? Yeah. It's very floral. floral, but like complex. It's not like one, it's like, you don't really know what flower it is. It's like all the flowers in one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I can't say that my skin is noticeably different. I don't know. So it's not worth it. I, I really like the Tata Harper face oil. Um, that has, I don't know how, how to describe that scent, but it smells very clean to me. It smells yeah. like botanical, but also clean. I mean, it's okay. not cheap, but it's not, I don't think it's as much as the Vintner's Daughter is. No. Let's see. Let's and there's other, up. obviously other face oils, botanical face oils that are way cheaper. Oh yeah. And you can find it for way cheaper. And I also have this, like that really cheap one that they sell on here. What is the one yeah. that I like? Oh God, I don't know. Mm. Um, I have no fucking idea. It doesn't matter. I guess the, no, not the retinotic. It's not, I don't know. I'll get to another one later in the newsletter or later in our thing. Okay. That's yeah. cheaper. I can't wait. Did they stop making the fucking Tata Harper face oil that I get? No, they couldn't have. Maybe they did. You're saying Goop stopped selling it or they stopped making it in general? I don't see it on the website. There, I mean, there must be. I don't remember which one. it. I think it's just called like face oil. It's not, it doesn't have anything in it. Like it doesn't have any like mm. retinol or anything like that. What the fuck? Okay, you guys, what is happening? Who cares? I mean, it's fine. I'm not going to buy it. I, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. What was your worst? Okay, well, this might be my new worst, but I mean, I feel, is this a supply chain issue, Brian? Because, oh, maybe. Because this is my real worst was I went on this www.goop.com and I went straight to that Garden of Earthly Delights shampoo and conditioner we're talking about yeah. all the time because I just moved and I don't have anything and you know, I was like, I'm going to get this. I'm like slowly building back up like a little, like just some stuff to have around my house. Cause I don't have like my shelf of my things and like my bathroom with all my stuff in it. And like, I just don't have that stuff right now. I have like some stuff I got from target to like tide me over and just like a couple of products that I brought with me, but like a lot, like I left a lot of stuff behind and I threw a lot of stuff out. Okay. So I like have to like redo a lot. I was out of shampoo anyway. Um, and you have to sign up for the wait list for it. And I'm like, this is shampoo. I don't know if that's supply. That seems like purposeful scarcity to build interest in some. I mean, maybe it's but it, the shampoo. I don't, I don't know. A wait list. That's like Bon Appetit talked about this 
granola that they like that has a wait list of 17,000 people. What kind of granola? I don't know. It's like $23 granola. I didn't even sign up for that. Yeah, I I mean, maybe it, maybe it has to do with the supply chain, but I, I think with these upscale things, it is like building building um, interest and it's sort of like the Rancho Gordo Bean Club. Right, which you did fall victim to that. I did. And as soon as I got it, I got like, I got a couple shipments and then I was like, this is way too many beans. So I need to immediately cancel. Yeah, I remember you were like, hey, do you want to go in on this bean thing? <laughs> I was like, no. no. Uh, but well, they, I, every once in a while I fantasize about starting the bean club again and then I look in my cupboard and I still have beans <laughs> sitting there from before so I'm like there's really you really don't need it I don't need it um, and I'm so lazy I just I just started buying canned beans again yeah I mean you know I really They're good. They're don't fine. eat that many beans I would love to eat lots of beans it's so good for you but I you're right I don't either they're just kind of a pain in the ass yeah, I bought this um, Goya, which I know they're supposed to be canceled because they're like pro-Trump. Oh, but, um, but they have like this Goya Saison, which has, um, it's like MSG and garlic powder Yum. and like parsley flakes and stuff. And you just put like a teensy little bit when you're heating up beans. It's so, it really is magic. It makes them so Really? Good. Yeah. And it's like, it's like $4 for like a giant thing at Vaughn's. It'll last me for the rest of my life, probably. Cause you just put in a, it has so much MSG in it. You just have to put in the tiniest amount or it'll be inedible. But if you just put like in a couple sprinkles full, it really does. It's like, Oh, when you go to, I mean, like, especially on the East coast, you go to those like Spanish, like Dominican, Puerto Rican places and just get like rice and beans. Mm-hmm. And that's the flavor that makes them so great. Is mm-hmm. that, I think it's that Goya Saison. Let me ask you something. When you make a can of beans, you open the can of beans, you drain them. Uh, yes. I, I drain, I drain them. And then I usually, I don't put as much water in the pot as would have been the beet, the bean liquid, but I put a little bit of water, you know, a little bit of oil. If I'm not being lazy i'll chop up a couple things of garlic if i am being lazy i'll just put in garlic powder maybe some smoked paprika or chili powder uh a little cumin and then um and then the saison and a little salt so just like you know you're just putting in dish this and that and then and then cook them for even the canned beans cook them for long cook them on really low but you want to cook them for longer than you think like you have to cook them for at least 15 minutes oh really yeah, but like really low. And then you, if it starts to dry out, you can just put a little bit more water in. Mm. But that makes them really creamy. And then you like put them on a bowl, put them in a salad, put them. Yeah, or just uh, usually with those beans, if I'm doing like Spanish style, I'll make like talk, like put them in a tortilla. Because if you cook them for that long, they'll get not refried, but they get sort of mushy. So it's mm-hmm. not, if you're doing a salad, I feel like maybe don't cook them for as long or keep them separate but i like i like creamy beans in my you know tacos and stuff that sounds good yeah so it's like i never want that you know what i mean i'm never like let me put i i want to want it Mm. i I do want i mean i do want you know because i feel like being people are like healthy healthy they're like vegan or something and i would love to be a bean person but i just don't it's like yeah beans they're they're good i don't want beans to disappear off the face of the fucking earth i'm just not like i I can't get excited about beans yeah i think that's when you do need your sort of rancho gordo even if 
that'll at least trick you into getting excited because you're like, oh, these are so coveted and they're, they take so long to cook. It's taking me well, all there was day. That, there was that bean craze. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I guess the over. bean craze is over. I guess the pandemic killed the bean craze. Yeah, it did. Did you see Allison Roman's new recipe? No. It's tr- she's lost it. She's gone off the it's deep bad? End. Well, I haven't tried. I'm sure it tastes good. It just is like crazy. It's It's a soup with pork broccoli rob and fennel seeds okay i'm opening it right now it's on our new newsletter oh and i think was she rehired by the new york times was she well because on the homepage of the new york times recipe app now like they have those like recipes of the day and the one from a couple days ago is an allison roman recipe and i don't know if it's a new one maybe they're just recycling old what ones. is so it they, i feel like i would I know i don't remember what it um is. They because they still have like all of the recipes that she wrote when she was yeah. there, and I don't know. I feel was there some sort of like post mortem of that whole thing? Because I remember hearing that she was like really pissed at the New York Times for firing her over that. I would be, yeah. I mean, it was totally ridiculous. Yeah, the whole thing was sort of stupid, but um, but I wonder if they've. I guess she's probably. Well, I don't know. I work. I don't really worry for her, but I'm like, I don't think she's. Like how she can't even with her like Substack like she's not making that much money. No, she has a Substack, and she I mean whatever she gets from her books, and I'm sure she does like stuff we don't know about like weird. Yeah. Thing, like, but like who even pay? Because she comes out with a free recipe every week. So who's like who's paying for her Substack for like I don't need more than one Allison Roman recipe a week. I have no idea. I guess some people do. I mean, some people probably pay for it, and she probably does like weird like. I don't know, like consulting. I'm like, I bet she like goes places and like people are like, and our guest is Allison Roman. And she, yeah. I'm sure she like does stuff. Clan rallies. <laughs> oh my God, Brian. I'm kidding. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm constantly like signing up and de-signing up for this New York Times recipe app. Uh, yeah, I've just sort of leaned into it. I made the, um, what's her face? Melissa Clark's latka recipe, mm-hmm. which... It's too much flour. Oh, is it this deep dish honey apple galette? This is no, it's like it's just a it's an old school, it's just is like potato latkes. Sorry, the no not the latka, the the Allison Roman recipe you saw on the app. Oh, was it a galette? I don't remember. I just remember seeing her name on the the homepage and I was surprised. I didn't I don't even remember what the recipe was. Well, that's on the homepage right now. Okay, so maybe it is an old recipe. Okay, anyway, sorry, but but the latkes, sorry. Yeah, it's I, I knew in my head that it was too much flour, but I was like, I'm going to follow this recipe and it was too much flour. It's, it's an, a cup of, a cup of flour for every two pounds of potatoes is a lot. I feel like you just need enough to like dry it out a little bit or like yeah. you don't even really need it at all. Yeah. I would just put in next time. I'm just going to put in like a couple of tablespoons of matzo meal rather than flour anyway. Too. Yeah. I don't know. This was I a weird know. recipe. It was still tasty, but so weird. Well, whatever. Yeah, so for chicken. Okay, whatever. Anyway, looking at the app. Where are we? Worst. Worst. What was? Oh, you did your. Did you do your worst? Oh yeah, I did it. You have to do yours now. Okay, so my worst is oh the sale. The sale is my worst because it's now it says sale now up to sixty percent off. Yeah. You go on it. It's still ninety nine percent clothes which i just don't care about so maybe you guys can find some clothes that you want they're still really expensive 
Yeah, I like it when their clothes go on sale. I do sometimes, but it's like they don't do enough for the um beauty products on sale, I think. No, they'll do these like Black Friday things where they're like 20% off or whatever, but 20% off isn't really a sale. No, I need a deep discount. I know that sometimes it can get I mean, I guess it is always closed. I don't know. Yeah, because it's always the old. So if they I mean they'll you know, they have those like low energy glycolic uh, acid pads that are deeply on sale, but most of their beauty products are not the only on this wholesale, the only beauty product that was like deeply discounted mm-hmm. that I was like, Oh, maybe this is worth buying is this face oil. Yeah. It's um Demamiel that whatever that brand is yeah. summer facial oil. I have no idea what it smells like, but it originally is a, was $130 and now is on sale for 52, which is like 60% off. So Either this is the biggest piece of shit face face oil ever, or this is a good deal. Who knows? Maybe I'll get it. Only time will tell. Um, how much is it? Fifty two, down from one thirty. Yeah, I'm like, I just have no. I need to, cause oh god, I just have no money. I'm like, cause I need to buy like gift Christmas presents and stuff. So I'm spending, I'm spending worst- hundreds of dollars a month on tennis lessons. It's like, yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh God. I know. It I mean, my tennis me. lesson habit is more expensive than any cocaine habit habit I had in my youth. Wow. Well, that's how it goes. That's I guess. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. These things are cute. I don't know. I mean, I think that this is a pretty good sale if you are if you want to like buy some clothes, I don't know. Yeah. I would only buy this stuff on sale personally, sure. I, but I'm Jewish. I only shop on sale really. Well, Cause it's still price. expensive. Like the sweaters. Expensive. It's not cheap. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, but like, I'm not, who is going to go online and buy like, a $500 cardigan that you don't even see in person right. before you buy it. I mean, I just think that's nuts. You want to yeah, see, crazy. at least have to see it. And like the sales, the sale close, you can still return, right? It's not like all sales are final for this, right? No, I don't know about that. I have no idea. Hmm. But some of these things are cute. Oh, I like this Ula Johnson little tank top. I like this stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, Maybe I'm just prejudiced because well, you I, don't, yeah. I don't wear women's clothing. Yeah, you don't wear the clothes. I'm not the no. right person to ask about this. No, it's fine. You don't have to wear it. You don't have to wear <sighs> it. But that's mostly what they have there, the clothes. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right. I did my, my saddest was the video. What was your saddest? My saddest oh, was like story. my... My saddest was like, okay, they have the vitamin C, the goop glow, vitamin C, whatever. And they're like, we also put it on the back of our hands. And it's like, I just feel like of all my, I've, I've put a lot of shit on my face and I pretty, I'm pretty good about it and have been for most of my life. I mean, most of my adult life, but I must say like, I have neglected my hands Mm, and I feel like I'm too old start. And I'm upset about it. No, I mean, do you have, you don't have like lots of like age spots on your hands, liver spots, right? I don't have any liver spots that I know of, but I do have, I've never really loved. I mean, I like my hands. I'm grateful for them, (laughs) but I feel like they look old, like old woman hands are not old, but they don't look youthful. They, they look like my age. 
Well, I mean, I guess you can always start putting on hand cream every day. No, I'm are, start... what are you talking about, Aggie? Your hands are youthful, luscious. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really, but, lots um, of collagen, elastin. It's yeah, no, they've got a lot of collagen in the There's lot. there's no like stringy like ligaments or weird arthritis or whatever. No, not yet, not yeah. good. Um, but yeah, I am I'm uh I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start today. Right. Today is the day. Wow. I put fucking vitamin C shit on my fucking hands. Okay. Yeah. And buy um driving gloves. I do have those already. Because <laughs> they go right in the sun. Yeah, I know. I need to do that. Yeah. Ooh, I just got an email from Burger King. Congratulations. Brian, these sandwiches are on fire right now. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. What was, wait, that was what you would try the lotion. Yeah, the... No, no, no. That was my saddest I'm... because I'm sad that I haven't oh, done it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm sad because right. I've gone, I'm 36 and I've, I've never really made it a big part of my life. Hands. And then my saddest was the video. So now we're going to go to you. What would you try? Oh, try was, I just wrote a cave question mark. I mean, I feel like I want to wear a cape too because okay. she wore this little pink cape. Yeah, very cute. And it's like, you know, I feel like I spent all of my life saying like one day I'll do that when I'm older and now I'm here and I'm not that person, but it's like, if you want to be the cape person, like you just have to start wearing a cape. Yeah. I mean, being a cape person is quite a leap. But why, but yeah, but like, why not go, why not show up wearing the cape? And then after that, it's everything is fair game. Yeah. If you identify as a cape person, go for it. I think I could see like, you're doing the rounds of the holiday parties. Not that I'm like going to any holiday parties, but like, it's a fun accessory in a certain context. But if you're someone who just puts on a cape every day, like running errands or walking the dog or whatever, that that goes down that's sort of getting into like little ed beal territory so maybe so, that's who i am you maybe. know i don't know it's just like because yeah they were like you can wear the cape to holiday parties which i am not going to or you can wear the cape to with a pair of jeans you could and what if i did i'm online right now i just googled pink cape mm. So yeah, you don't need the goop one. It could just be any pink. Well, I can't afford it. I mean, the goop one, I think is like $800. Oh, oh, there's the same thing on Etsy for $50. Look at that. You know, I'm just saying, I mean, look, is this the wisest purchase for me right now after I'm moving and everything and the holidays are coming up? Do I need to just buy a cape right now? No. And now I, you're, so like you were living in Los Feliz, the East side a lot of sort of eccentric dressers, but now you're in Sherman Oaks, a little more conservative area. So I think you could, a cape, you could stand out more than you would be able to previously. Well, I, yeah, I feel like I have felt very underdressed in a lot of places mm. around Sherman Oaks. Um, I think that the people here are like a little bit more, I'm going to say, I don't know if I would say glamorous, but the people here, they're, they're a little, they, they 
they're wearing real clothes, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. When I walk my dog wearing like sweatpants and like a Marianne t-shirt, I feel like shit. I'm like, oh boy, these people are all like look a lot better than me. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Like I want to put on real clothes now. Like when yeah. I walk my dog, I put on jeans now, which I never oh. would have been for. Yeah, yeah. I know fancy, right? Uh, yeah. I barely put on jeans to go to the mall. Yeah, I mean, the we, fanciest went, place I go to, we went to the her. we went to the cheesecake factory in Sherman Oaks, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck this! Like, I'm gonna go looking like a big pile of slop." And I don't remember what I was wearing. I mean, I was wearing real pants. I wasn't wearing sweatpants, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, I was wearing minimal everything, and everybody there, I felt. I felt out of place. I gotta say, cheesecake. Are we? I feel like Cheesecake Factory. It's similar. I mean, I the only one I usually go to is the one in Glendale. But that also, people are dressing up there in a way well, that I'm like the Americana. You know, maybe I'm wrong because I feel like the Americana is a glamorous place. I guess, but like, if we're being real, if we're being real, real. Okay, let's get real. It's still a trashy. Like you can okay, jazz like, it up, there. but like it's still I'll a trashy mall. You. I'll get real with you. It's I okay. mean, I love I love the sort of Americana brand meme account. I love all the sort of semi-ironic thing, like stuff about the Americana being this glamorous yeah. place. But if we're being honest, yeah, 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 it's still just a trashy mall. Oh, it's one of the tra- it's like, trashy people. If we're being honest, it's a little trashier, I would say, because it's trying so hard not to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. I think that's kind of the joke about the Americana yeah. that it's like it wants to be something that it's not. And that's always kind of sad. And like that they're like big anchor restaurant is the cheesecake factory. Yeah. Is like, you know, but then but they is, Rick, have- is Rick Caruso in on the joke or is he like, mm. is he, does he, does he think that it's upscale or does he know he's like, Oh, the plebeians. I'm like this rich guy. This is what poor people's idea of glamor is. It's and like the Donald Trump of malls. Want. Yeah, no, it's the it's the latter. I mean, he's I'm sure he's Republican, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, she, I don't want to slam yeah. him, but it's like he just feels like one. And he's like, this is what the people want. This is nice. This is what people will pay for. And I don't think that he has any opinion other than he's like, people like this, so I'm gonna put it in the yeah. in my mall. Like, I don't think that he I don't think that he's like, I'm going to create like a Shangri-La and a Wonderland where like families can go and ride a trolley back to Nordstrom. I think that he's just like, oh, this is what these fools will come to. And he's like, if I make it look more expensive, then I can like charge more money for like renting to the, my, the like real, like the stores, the retail. Yeah, stores yeah, yeah. Something. I think it's just a cold blooded capitalist. No, totally. But I do, I, I get a sense that Donald Trump legitimately enjoys that aesthetic yeah he's so stupid i think he really thinks that looks really great because when he like decorates his home it looks like that it's just as opposed to like the americana where everything is made out of like plaster everything is like actually made out of like marble and gold and donald trump's house which is like even worse i loved i mean i wish melania would get a job that designing the Christmas decorations with the Americana because her they're so glamorous and gorgeous and like you and Brian are the two people that I know who like loved Melania's Christmas decor I mean I guess I it's not like I love the normal White House decor no Jill Biden's decor is like garbage sorry it's so boring well they always 
It's always just a big gold Christmas tree. I mean, don't they all, what, who gives a shit? I don't know. It's always Melania's. It did look different because at least Melania had like a point of view. Yeah. She had a Slavic, a Slavic tragedy about her that informed her aesthetic, which I, I like. And it's a good balance with Donald Trump's Queens, new money, gold tackiness. Like I think they balanced each other out well, aesthetically. The yin and the yang. That's why it works. Anyway, what would I try? Oh, there was like no good recipes this week. I had to go back in the archives. Hi. Gerda actually had a recipe randomly. Really? Yeah, poor old Gerda. Um, it's so cute. The recipe is called Rye Happies. Oh God. Okay. So it's like it's not a brownie. It's not a blondie. It's a happy, okay. and it's made with rye, which is so Gerda. So her. It's so well. It's funny because Gerda is. I always think of Gerda as like a California girl, but Rye Happies sounds so like New England, like like a small town in Maine. This is what they would serve. It does, but she's from Berkeley, I thought. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's for yeah, which is I mean it sounds like something that Joan Didion would have eaten on like the floor of some freaks totally. house in like 1969 or whatever. Uh I, I just yeah, I don't know. Eleven months out of the year, I really gravitate towards um, you know, Mexican flavors and Mediterranean, Thai, big bold flavors. But in December, I'm like wasp british like i just made these mince pie shortbread squares Ooh, yum i have to actually drive over it because i made so many i have to give some to you yeah i have you have to come over but we can talk about yeah, that okay <laughs> but anyway this this is going to be my next little oh i'm gonna get so fucking fat like my next holiday baking thing i'm baking constantly it's good you should you deserve it um but all this is is it's like an unflavored brownie like no chocolate nothing and then you just have a little bit of rye flour so it's like Eggs, sugar, salt, oil, vanilla, oats, rye flour, and walnuts. And that's it. And you put it in a pan. And it's like simple, classy. Gerda talks about, you know, the nutrient contents. There's phytosterols. There's polyunsaturated fats. I mean, she's Gerda fibers. Mm -hmm. But I I just love whole grain. I love rye. Rye is like a great, I think it's a great bridge of the two, my two ethnicities of Jewish Mm -hmm. and British. I think they're both Mm -hmm. like somewhat right yeah you know i didn't know you were jewish and oh i did know that oh yeah but i'm i'm not i'm like i'm only a quarter british yeah we've talked about it well i'm i'm actually like not at all (laughs) did the dna test oh yeah i I mean maybe i'm not either i know my my grandmother's parents was were from um nottingham but who knows Mm -hmm. ethnically what they were Yeah, I feel like a dog because I did that DNA test and I like can tell you like it's like with BB I'm like oh he's like this percent Chihuahua and this percent I'm like oh I'm like this percent Jewish this percent Scottish. I sort of want to do it. My sister and I were thinking of going in on an Ancestry.com together because we it's could just do fun. Yeah, especially like you know sometimes you get a little surprise I guess. Yeah, yeah, you never know. And then you like find these like weird people that are like your like second cousins or something out there. Mm, not interested in that. But, I mean, you don't talk to them. You just like get in there and then you right, look yeah. and you like, see a picture. And they'll like have, there was like some guy will like have my grandmother's maiden name as like a last name and who's like lives in New York. And I'm like, okay. That's cool. Yeah. At least you know not to fuck them. <laughs> don't worry about it. I wouldn't have. <laughs> um, uh, okay. But yeah, that's what I would try. Rye Happies, Gerda, you know, sounds like a, a fun, ascetic, non gluttonous christmas dessert mm, that's what bring, i want if you bring it to a cocktail or a like a, a christmas party it will literally be the last thing on the buffet table that no one touches 
perfect. All more for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. What would you buy? Okay. So I would buy, I mean, like, sorry, this is like bad, but my, the thing I would buy is just the garden of earthly delights. I did sign yeah. up for the, for the, wait list. Um, for the wait list. And I think that I actually think that the garden of earthly delights shampoo is kind of a good deal because it's so big. You get 16.9 ounces mm. and you get the shampoo and conditioner and it's expensive. It's $104 for the set, but you can do afterpay and you're paying like $20 or $25 a month. And then you um, can buy like refills on Goop. Yeah. You know? I mean, it depends like, how much shampoo. I have such short hair. Shampoo lasts me forever. So, I, you know. I mean, if you shampoo, I really go through it really fast. How long would a 16.9 ounce last you, you think? I think it would last me... I have no idea, but I think it might last me two months. Wow. Yeah, that is long. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm overestimating how quickly I use it. Maybe three, maybe less. I have no, I actually have no idea. Well, I wonder how long I should sign up for the waitlist too. I wonder how long you'll be on the waitlist for. Let's both sign up for it. And then we can like measure how long it takes each of us to go through it. I bet you, well, we'll see. I think, I bet you, you'll be off the wait list in a week and then you'll know that it's just this sort of ploy of, of fake scarcity. But like a week is a long time to wait if you need to buy a fucking shampoo. shampoo. True. It's like, you know, cause then you're going to buy another one and then you'll be like, oh, I don't need shampoo right now. And you don't buy it. And then you need it. And then it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. But maybe it is supply chain. Some. Some botanical is left on the shipping container in San Pedro. Yeah. Thinking up the atmosphere. You never know. All right. What would you buy? Okay. Well, I would buy this just fucking out of spite because mm. I didn't, I didn't catch this the first time she posted it, but Jen Gunter. Bitch. Sorry. Oh my God. No, it's fine. We all. No. Oh God. She's going to come for me. I'm scared of her. Fuck. She what did she do? Us. So. She reposted, I guess she wrote this blog post on her own, on her old, um, like WordPress site about this was like when she was just, I think, starting to become like Goop's number one enemy, like four years ago. Yeah. She wrote this long blog post about how she tried the Goop Fizz Ed bath soap, bath soak, and she Mm -hmm. hated it so much. And she wrote this whole essay about it. Annoying. Then, She's annoying. What's wrong? What's her problem? So I don't know. So she just reposted it, I guess, because she has nothing else yeah. to talk about. Um, so I read the essay. It's like, it's just, it's so boring. Um, I'm sorry. I called her the B word. I really don't like that about myself, yeah. but it just came out. It just came out. It's better, better you than me. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, okay. So it starts. Gwyneth Paltrow has a bath every day. Whether she has always done this or is now just upping her bathing game as Goop has a line of $35 bath soaks, I don't know. Apparently, her evening bath is non-negotiable. She must not have to make dinner and clean up afterwards, help with homework, yeah. do laundry and grocery shop like mere No, mortals. she fucking doesn't. She doesn't have to, Jen. That's the point. That's why we read it. It's aspirational. It's nice. It's nice to think about somebody living a life that doesn't involve constant fucking servitude. I'm sorry that thinking about Gwyneth Paltrow for five minutes is such a 
uh, is such an affront to her personal identity as a beleaguered woman who has to do laundry all the time. We should, it should just be about Gwyneth Paltrow crying and cleaning up after her children. That's what, that's what it should be. Thank you, Jen. What an amazing feminist speaker you are. I love it. Well, I'm like, sorry, but like, Gwyneth has a real job more than I can say for like Gwyneth runs a company. Jen, I I don't know what she does because every time I see her on social media, she's cooking and I I like to cook too, but like she's cooking these elaborate multi-hour meals constantly. And I'm like, you must have, and also like your kids are older, like whatever, but like you don't really have much going on, Jen. So you could, I think you could fit in a bath if you wanted. I'm pretty sure Jen could take a fucking bath if she wanted to. And also if she did, she'd be the most annoying bath person in the world. She'd be like, I'm a bath babe. And then she would show her disgusting like bath bombs every day. And it would be a thing. I mean, just if if she wanted to, she would take a bath. But unfortunately for Jen, she's a leggy 5'11". So it's uncomfortable for her to take a bath. But okay, don't leave it. So it's not for you. It's not for you. But then brag, brag, brag. Yesterday, she says, I ran a half marathon. So I was in the mood for a bath. Okay. So she climbs in and I don't know why she bought this in the, like she bought this obviously just to make fun of it, which is, I guess, the pot calling the kettle black coming yeah. from us. <laughs> but somehow she, ha- or no, she says she got it in like a swag bag which I don't, who's giving Jen Gunter a swag bag is what I don't know. But she had got the fizz ed, which is the yellow one with like turmeric in it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, First, she was afraid that it would turn her skin yellow, the color of Donald Trump, she says. I want her. I just, I, this is the, this is just my least favorite brand of person. I just can't take it. I can't. And she outs her son as a lush addict. Sorry, is it? Isn't um, Donald Trump orange? Isn't that this whole thing? It's not. Yeah, yellow. but she he, she had to make it work with turmeric. Okay, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Her son's a lush addict. Her son's a lush addict, which as a gay teenager myself, at one point I was also a lush addict, so I get it. Yeah, lush is like a big entryway to like people who are going to get into gay products. culture. Like, they, well, because because like they sell it at the mall, but it's like yeah. a little bit more elevated than like Sephora. Uh, and it's just yeah, they're so pretty looking. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, they have, it has apple cider, apple cider vinegar, arnica and turmeric. So yeah, she was afraid, blah, blah, blah. I was going to turn her skin. Oh, she said, okay, here's, here's the word. Here's the sentence. I was also worried about the turmeric given the color advertised on the packaging. I did not want to end up the color of Donald Trump. My Cheetos skin fears were however, unfounded as the package is a grand exercise in false advertising. Is it? So first she's saying there's too much turmeric. She's going to turn into Donald Trump. And then now she's complaining there's too little turmeric because her skin didn't turn orange. What does she want? I don't know. She's She doesn't know what she wants. Uh, she doesn't know what she wants. Then she, then she complains about the smell. I felt as if I were making a brew because this shit stinks. I mean, it is horrible. It wow. smells like a compost bin in the fall if you have an apple tree. Think of a bin half full with rotting apples topped off with wet leaves, twigs, and food scraps. Sorry, Jen. That's the smell of glamour. That's the smell of this is working. Yeah. The worse a bath soak smells, the better it is. Doesn't she know about like mustard? Yeah, soap? exactly. No, obviously it's like not. it's supposed to smell like fucking shit and it's supposed to make your eyes water. And then you get in it and you sweat in it and you suffer and it opens 
your pores. Yeah. The bath water was not orange. The water felt like Epsom salts. It stank. It did not make me feel relaxed. I longed for lush. Ew. Uh, I mean, it's like, well, then why? It's like she, there was no way in hell she was going to like it anyway. Like, this isn't a, like, this isn't a genuine critique. This is just like, I didn't like it. Yeah, she doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. She doesn't get that anything. She's annoying. She's so annoying. So this is what I would buy just because Jen doesn't like it. So now I'm like, yeah. So now you love it. It's going to be my favorite thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Until my skin, you know, transforms into the beautiful golden color of turmeric. Until you turn yellow, like Donald Trump. What if Donald Trump was that yellow? Because from a, from so Goop Beauty Fizz Ed Recovery Bats Hook. That would be, oh my God, that would be so cute. <laughs> yeah, I really want uh, Donald Trump to come out. Because I think he's, I think he's queer. Oh, you do? I think he's like, yeah, there's something about him. He's very queenie. He's like, he, he loves, he loves gossip. He loves talking shit. There's something. Maybe. I yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Um, yeah. And like, you know, he likes Melania. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's like, oh, she's like my little doll. I can dress up. I feel yeah, like he feel overcompensates like- about like being sort of like this virile guy who impregnates all these women. No, I'm saying, I think that like Melania is like a gay person to like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I guess he did marry her. I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you had to marry a woman, you might look for Melania. <laughs> Someone like Melania. Someone who just like doesn't talk very much, rolls her eyes, and like we can just sort of sit in silence and like, watch leave housewives. you alone yeah. and yeah. Just sort of like decorates weird and this <laughs> the perfect woman. Exactly. Uh, um, so that's it, right? Yeah. We did it. I think that's everything. Yeah. So okay we're we're getting closer every week to the end of the year are you okay with that yeah yeah yeah. no i'm fine i just gotta you know i gotta actually do my christmas shopping and all that stuff which you know it's not the most stressful thing in the world do this weekend i know i have to do it too um i mean i guess i'll just do it all online but i can't go out i can't be with the, the people I would like to go, but it's stressful. And then I'm also not, I'm not seeing my family over Christmas. So I'm going to have to send them any, everything anyway. Oh, so you might as well just have it just ship. Yeah. I might just get them like a case of wine and being like, you guys figure it out. <laughs> Pick what you want. That's a good gift because they'll be together and they'll, they'll be together. Yeah. <laughs> a couple pounds of coffee, a few bottles of wine. So you figure Oh my out. God. That's an amazing gift. Who, what else would you possibly want? No, like, no one needs anything. Coffee. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Good. I don't know what I'm going to get everybody, but. And then some Legos for my nephew. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. How old is he? He'll be five right before Christmas. Oh my God. He's gotten big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's a Sag cap cusp. The 22nd. Is that what you are? I'm full cap. The 30th. Well. All right. Okay, you guys. Thanks for listening. I am an Aquarius. That's why Brian and I have the dynamic we have. Anyway. All my best girlfriends are Aquarii. Yeah. I feel like the Aquarius Capricorn relationship is 
a complicated one, but it can be quite fruitful. And I'm also a, an Aquarius moon. I don't, I, know that, yeah. I don't know what that stuff means. I don't, I don't know. What that I think it's like one is like your front facing persona and one is like your private innermost like thing. I have to be pure Aquarius. Like I know I'm just Aquarius. Like I'm everything about Aquarius. I'm like, that's me. Mm-hmm. Living in the age of Aquarius. Okay. That's enough of okay. the outro. This is really uh, dragging on. So we're going to okay, leave you. Sorry. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 